0: Special WrestleMania recap edition of the Top Rope Report here on Facebook Live, Anchor, Google Podcast, Breaker, and Spotify. I'm your
1: host, you Mister and joining me as usual every week, my co-host, my tag team partner, my best friend, the best in the business, the Nocturne, Greg. Greg, what's going on? Hey, trip Uh, WrestleMania 37 in the books. Yep. WWF? I mean, WWE. Dude, careful. You could be sued for that. It's not the yeah, no. World Wildlife Foundation.
0: Yeah, that's true. So, but, uh... What did you, you think of it, Greg?
1: Um... Most of the matches came off as expected. Uh, I mean not as in how I thought was going to win it or who I thought was going to win it or lose, but quality-wise, most most of the matches came off as expected. Um, Couple were as bad as I thought. And there were a few that were a lot better than I thought. But I I, I still feel like it was underwhelming. Right. And I think the reason,
0: Uh, yesterday and, you know, for a couple of days. Vince had to open the checkbook, and he didn't. And I'm really surprised that some of the wrestlers that have been out for a while didn't make returns. I mean, even if they didn't get involved in a match, at least,
1: you know, show up, let people know you're still around. Yeah, but they're not going to do that. They're, they're, they've never just done that. People don't come back... For token waves. They're not going to do that. Okay. I mean... I I don't ever remember them doing that. Oh, I'm back from injury. Let me just come out and... Say hi from the stage. No. They, They come down. They cut a promo. They get involved. One way or another. Maybe in a match or... Something. They don't... Um... But there was... Absolutely... Not one person that wasn't scheduled to be in town for WrestleMania week there. Okay. Not one. Okay. Okay. Do you think we might see or hear from a few, uh, few wrestlers that have been out for a while on Raw tonight? I I don't know. It, I I don't know what to expect from WWE anymore. Um, yeah, I really yeah, don't. Definitely. Just just when, and it's it's and once again it's a double edged sword because you you bitch and you complain. You know, you know when I say you, I don't mean you as in you. I mean as as WWE fans. Oh oh, Bye. trivia's got to play around with this phone again. So in any minute. We'll see just the ceiling, or we'll see nothing because he flips the camera around and says he didn't touch it. Nope, just plugged it, just made sure that it was plugged back in so I don't lose my battery power. So. Um. I lost my train of thought, so. I honestly did.
0: So, which matches do you think were. Expected to go the way they did, and
1: which matches did you, do you expect didn't go the way that you, you thought they would? I don't know what you mean. That's a very, very, very broad spectrum because yesterday I only got one. I only got two matches right, so there were five matches that didn't go the way I expected them. Um, so I, I don't know if that's what you mean. Like I said, I, I wasn't referring to the outcome. Um, I mean, we're gonna go through all 14 matches, so, uh, I mean, I don't feel like I need to single out any specific match right now, or we wouldn't do our review show then. True,
0: true. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I thought it was a, I, I thought it was a, a solid show. I mean, it wasn't, oh my god, great, overwhelming, or anything like that. I thought it was a solid show. A lot of the matches were entertaining to watch. Um... Good matches. Some some of the hard hitting matches I expected to be hard hitting were. So the only thing was, you know, it wasn't the the wow factor besides the fans in the stands, and that's what that's what made it catch my attention a lot more than I thought it
1: would. Well, I mean, what what? I mean, once again, I, we don't need to get into. All right, I'm actually going to kill myself because it's something that I do. And I I I'm not going to say taking a liking, but there's there's people that I follow that I you know, whether it be on YouTube, TikTok, Facebook, whatever. And there's some that I listen to more than others. Um but there's a, there's one guy who's very 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 opinionated. And the more I listen to him, the more I know he knows what he's talking about. And his first line of thought is, If you're going to respond to me by the bullshit you read online, get off my effing page, because I don't care. Because as much as in the past we praise Dave Meltzer, Over the last month or so, when my eyes were opened, he spits out a lot of bullshit that I thought was true and and stuff. And the more I read his columns, the more the guy's full of shit and makes stuff up. Just because he has a history of having wrestling knowledge. So now he's a god and everybody listens to everything he says. Well, nothing that he wrote came true. Absolutely nothing. Okay, Yeah, I mean, I realized, I, and I'm, I'm guilty. I was a Dave Meltzer fan for a long, long time. And I, I, I still do. I mean, he writes articles, and you know, when he talks about stuff that happens, or that you know, is scheduled to happen, he's got a great deal of knowledge. But when he's giving his sources saying that, you know, Becky Lynch is gonna be there or that John Cena was done filming in Canada and was back home in Tampa, so look for him to make an appearance. when I believe it. And there's no sound evidence to any of that even happening and it doesn't. All right. So down? Have said
0: the reporters themselves that write the articles. Well, hey, so and so was seen at uh, such as at the so and so airport of the to- of the the place that the pay per view is going to be at, and the guy never shows up. So people are like, well, hey, you know, the guy was he's reporting the guy was seen at the airport. Maybe he's going to show up. And I can
1: see Dave
0: Meltzer. You know, like I said, I was a Dave Meltzer fan for a long time.
1: I was fortunate enough he was the one that reported that Bailey was going to have a ding dong hello segment on night 1 and Becky Lynch was going to show up in the big rig that she showed up in last year he didn't say he didn't say this might happen or he didn't say this could he said this is happening neither happened
0: yep so just crazy that, you know, he would, uh, he would put all that stuff out there and and nothing happens. I mean, you know, the man's been a reputable, uh, wrestling observer, columnist for many, many years. And, you know, for him to write stuff and say, this is going to happen and this doesn't happen, you know, it looks bad for him. So, but I mean, if you're ready, we can get into some of the matches. You know, start talking
1: about what we we thought and, you know, give some grades on them. Which which matches? For WrestleMania. Any one specific? You said only some. You don't want to go through all of them? Let's
0: start with night one. Okay. And go in the order that...
1: Okay, I I didn't know if there were some you wanted to talk to and talk about and some you didn't because you said we'll go through some of the matches. Just... Clearing it up, man. Huh? Just clearing it up. Yep. All right. We can go start with night one. All right, so the first match of WrestleMania weekend um, was for the WWE Championship. The biggest considered the in met ma- by many people considered to be the holy grail of professional wrestling, of titles to hold. And main eventing at WrestleMania is supposed to be the holy grail of matches to perform in. So let's put the most prestigious title as the first match of WrestleMania weekend. Yeah. Is what it is. Um, but it was Bobby Lashley defending against Drew McIntyre. Um, seeing as you did overall get five more points than me, I'll give you the options whether or not you want to talk first about this one or you want me to talk first about it. Um, I'll extend. It. Let you go first. Okay. Um, liked everything about this match. There wasn't really, I mean, other than, um, thinking Drew McIntyre was gonna win. Um, that was the only thing that I didn't like about the match. I didn't mind that Bobby Lashley won. Um, once again, I bought into the hype. That you know, of uh, the whole win it in front of the fans aspect for Drew McIntyre to win it. Um, but I, I had been saying all along that I thought it was a shame that they were putting a title on Bobby Lashley, finally giving him his opportunity to shine, and he was just a transition champion. They were going to give it right back to McIntyre, and once again, got everything out of this match that you that I wanted to see come out of this match. Um, it was just straight up, two guys, one on one, no hurt business getting involved with distractions or anything like that at all. It was hard hitting. There were some good power moves. there were, you know, just it was what I thought it was going to be. Um, and in the end, Bobby Lashley um, put Drew McIntyre in the hurt lock and caused him to pass out and came away with the title. I, I thought
0: it was the match was everything that we expected it to be, uh, everything that the WWE Universe expected it to be. Um, I thought it was probably one of the best matches for tonight, even yeah. though it started out as the first match. And um, I was surprised that, you know, I thought they wouldn't put the title back on McIntyre with a live crowd. But maybe there's more, maybe there's more to it than, we're thinking that Sheamus is the new U.S. champion, maybe they'll
1: start something with McIntyre and Sheamus for the U.S. title. I gave the match a B plus. Yeah, I, I gave it an A-. Um, you know, uh, star ratings, well, I actually wrote star ratings down on a four star, scale of four stars, I gave it three and three quarters. Um okay. You know, it was 18 minutes of of action and, and just a really good match.
0: Right.
1: Then the next match <sighs> was the tag team turmoil match. Um, good for you. You get to go first.
0: Got a lot to say about this match. Boy, I'll tell you. There was... This was probably... One of, if not the worst women's match I've seen in a long, long time. There was a lot of mistakes, a lot of botches. Um, you know, even though we knew she's not a wrestler, you can definitely tell Billy Kay does not know what she's doing in that ring. And it was one of those, one of those matches where you hope it ends quickly. Because you really don't want to keep going by. You really don't want to keep watching. You know, Lana wasn't even close with that kick, as you pointed out um, when we talked. Uh, or night two, or night one, wasn't even close to that kick. Same thing with um, uh, Natalia in their in their championship match. Natalia and
1: Tamina. Some of the moves that they tried, you could definitely tell they oh, missed them. Yeah, definitely. we're not we're not talking about that match yet. Come on, don't get ahead of ourselves.
0: Oh, sorry, oh, sorry.
1: I think that I think the only true team
0: that was in that that should have won was the Riot
1: Squad. And Gee, I wonder where I heard that before. Yeah, uh, I I gave the match a C minus. Yeah. Um once again on on a four star scale I gave it one star. Um I gave it a D plus. Um I mean granted it was a fourteen minute overall fourteen minute match, but there were four matches in fourteen minutes. Every match seemed rushed. Um I, I think it's obvious that there were some competitors that are nervous. Um, when they're in the ring and maybe they just got too lackadaisical because you did see slight improvements over the pandemic from Billy Kay and you did see improvements from Lana. Neither one showed anything. Oh my God, dude, I can see up your nose. You're so close to the phone now. <laughs> um, this this was, in my opinion, the worst match of the weekend. Um, yep. It was... And it gave me no juice or excitement at all to see the title match on Sunday. Um, so, yeah, that—that that, I mean, I, I could kill the match for another five, ten minutes, but it, it wouldn't make any difference. It was horrible. Right. That was one of the matches where, even if it was on the pre-show match, I wasn't really into into watching it. And to think that match replaced what their original idea was to do was to have a massive women's battle royal where the final two competitors would be put together in a, as a team to take on Tamina and um Tamina, sorry, Naya Jax and Shayna Baszler the next night on on night two. Well, that mode, huh? Well, the think the reason why they didn't do it that way is because they didn't want to repeat from I forget what WrestleMania it was or whatever it was, but they did that with the men, um, and they they didn't want to repeat something that they've done in the past. Right. What they repeat shit all the time. Right. I mean. Exactly. Alright, on to the next match, which was Cesaro and Seth Rollins, um, this one was one of the matches that gave me everything that I expected and wanted out of it, it was two excellent performers in the ring, um, putting on a great show for the fans, feeding off of the crowd, Um, Cesaro selling the injury to his ankle or his leg or whatever it was by only being able to spin him nine times. And then after, you know, a few minutes, he was then spun Rollins a total of, well, (laughs) I'll say it in quotes, spun Rollins 23 times. Because if you ever notice, I guess the only negative I can say about the match is they don't go by the amount of spins. They go by the amount of number that the crowd counts. And, and they're always ahead of the spin by two or three by the time you got to it. It was really only 21 spins, but whatever, 23 spins, still excellent. Um, a Very, very, very good match from start to finish. And in my opinion, the right person won. This match was everything I thought it would be. You know, it was two, two, not good, two great wrestlers,
2: going at it, toe, toe to toe. It was a match that had everything I thought it would have. The holds. I mean, Seth Rollins came up with some new moves. Yeah. I haven't seen yep. Any those moves, those were pretty
0: impressive. And Cesaro just, you know. That was his very first WrestleMania singles match, and yep. he really came up big. So that was everything I thought it would be. I, that was one of the matches that I'm like, oh good, this is coming up. I can't wait to see this one because it's yeah. one of the matches I was looking forward to seeing. I gave it an A minus.
1: Say I go. I, I mean, I didn't. I if I had to give it once again, I gave it a. A star grade, but on a letter grade wise, I I I'd say like B plus plus, um, because it was a little bit better than a B plus, but not quite an A minus. So if you had to say A minus minus, B plus plus, right 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 there, yeah. Um, okay. If you want to say another negative, it was only 11 and a half minutes. Um, <laughs> I mean that could be the only other negative. It wasn't. It could have gone you know longer.
0: Exactly. And that was one of the matches where I wouldn't mind seeing it again on
1: the next pay-per-view. Right. Right. And the next match we had after that was the New Day, um, who got their normal, um, good old New Day introduction by Big E. Um, didn't accompany him to the ring, he just did his normal shout that he would do for the New Day, um, as they took on AJ Styles and Omos. Um, you're first. Yes. This match, this match
0: was going very well for the I mean, even though it was his first match, his first time in the WWE ring as a competitor, that guy's just a monster. I mean, he was he was just throwing the New Day around like they were pieces of the paper. And you've got Kofi Kingston, who's a former world champion, New Day's 11-time tag team champion. So they're not a run-of-the-mill tag team. they're, they're the best tag team I believe in the WWE. And I kind of figured. That AJ Styles and Ole Miss were going to win the tag team title for two mm-hmm. reasons. One because it was Ole Miss, um, first match in WWE at WrestleMania, and AJ Styles got to be another got to be a Grand Slam champion by winning that. I I gave the
1: match I gave the match a, a B minus. Yep. Yeah, I, I mean. Once again, this is another match that that we got out of it what we expected. Um, I I expected eighty percent of the work to be done by AJ Styles, um, with you know Kofi and Xavier, you know fifty fifty like they normally are, and it actually probably was eighty five percent AJ, um, but that fifteen percent with the big guy Omos in there was. I mean the phenomenal forearm from his shoulders. <laughs> I mean, it it was a very good match. Um, I, I as well gave it a, a B minus, um, two and a half stars. And uh I, I mean I I read somebody that that thought the match was horrible because of you know, how dumb it was that AJ Styles did all that work, and then this big guy comes in, and I mean, that was what made it. I mean, the crowd went nuts when AJ AJ Styles finally came over, tagged him, and he stepped over the rope to come in the ring. I mean, everything about the match, to me, worked in that match.
0: Yeah. And that's what you were saying before on previous shows. Like, When you're in a tag team and you've never been in a match before,
1: you know some guy's gonna come in and do 85 to 80 to 85 percent of the work, then the other guy comes in, does what he's got to do, gets the pin, and that's it. Well, now if you're gonna quote me, quote me right. That's always in reference to somebody coming back from injury. When you you're not okay, they're back, but this is their first thing. It's always a good thing, in my opinion, to have them do some tag team matches to get the ring rust off. Because they don't have to do a lot of the wrestling, they can split it up or even as that case, do you know less and have somebody else do more of the work. And Greg, while we're talking about, tag, about that tag
0: team match and talking about a tag team uh, right now, uh, I just received word about an hour and a half before we went on the air. Um, I would like to send out condolences to Brett, to uh, Jeff and Matt Hardy. Uh, Their father passed away. Uh, We were fortunate enough to meet Matt Hardy. Uh, He was a great guy. Um, His father was very instrumental in the Hardys getting
1: into wrestling. And uh, just want to pass along our condolences to Jeff and Matt Hardy. May his father rest in peace. Yes, definitely. Okay, the next match... And that was the steel cage matches. they did their ominous Ominous music And the You know thing that they do For the cage lowering Um And I mean many people Um I even think people on our show Thought this was just gonna be a crappy match Braun Strowman was gonna throw Shane in and around the ring And do what he wanted And uh You know, the way it even started with Shane McMahon holding the cage door shut with both his hands, all right, what the hell just happened here? That he does this. Say something. Momentarily. There he is. Yeah, I, I don't know what happened. I was, I was just sitting here, all of a sudden, my tablet restarted. Yeah, no idea why. Was saying before my uh, maybe my tablet didn't want me talking about this match for some reason I don't know, Um, but I mean it it was I mean from the get go like I was starting to say that Shane McMahon holding the steel cage door closed with his hands and then his feet against the ropes to prevent Braun from getting in there. Um, Braun got attacked with some chair shots by Elias and Jason Riker or Racker, or whatever the hell his name is Jackson Riker that's it. you know, put the little, you know, advantage in Shane McMahon's hands um, at first, and then, you know, back and forth a little bit here, a little bit there. I mean, some of the, you know, fists of fury that Shane McMahon does are, you know, so far from believable that they'd be able to even be more than a mosquito bite to somebody the size of Braun Strowman, but... It's what his character does, and it's always worked. No reason for them to play it up now that it's not going to work. Um, and I, I gave this, you know, match a solid B. Um, it was entertaining. It wasn't a quick squash match. Um, it actually won me nine dollars and ninety nine cents on DraftKings with the free WWE pool that they did because Shane McMahon did the coast to coast. Um, that was the only one on that one little free contest that I entered to win $9.99. So next month's Peacock has already paid. And, uh, yeah, so I, I enjoyed the match overall.
0: Right. And I, and
1: I agree. I mean, Shane was,
0: Shane held his own against Braun Strowman. And one of the things I missed about that match was Jim Ross... Um, he never commentating because when he threw him off the top of the cage, Jim Ross was have said, "Oh my God, he, he just killed him,"
2: like he did with mankind. Yeah. With the Undertaker. But, I mean, it was pretty impressive to see Braun Strowman just rip the cage down and rip the cage
0: away from the foundation, and then just take Shane McMahon and just boss awesome. him. I mean, it was it was a good, good solid match by both guys. Um, the result was what I expected it to be. Like you yep. said, it wasn't squash. It was good. I gave it a B
1: as well. Yeah. Mm. Okay, on to the next match, which was Bad Bunny and Damien Priest versus Miz and Morrison. What'd you think?
0: How impressive was Bad Bunny? I mean, the man just... Totally impressed me throughout the match. I mean, usually you get somebody like that to start getting beat out and he's ready to go run through his corner and tag his partner. Mm-hmm. Not that funny. He stuck right in there and was battling it out with him. And it, was, it was amazing. I was impressed with his moves. I was impressed with his um, ring awareness. He knew where he was. He just wasn't looking around. Oh my God, what am I doing in here? And you can tell
1: he's been spending time in the performance center with Damian Priest, so. Well, I, I don't, there. I don't, I don't think Damian Priest. I, I think with WWE trainers. I mean, WWE. I don't. I, I mean, yeah, Damian Priest is good, but I don't think he's that good to to train somebody. Um, you know, of course they'll they'll state on TV that he learned everything. Yep. So,
0: uh, but I was impressed. Uh, with him in the ring and with his um stuff that he did in the ring for
1: that match, I gave the match a solid B. Yeah, I mean, I I gave the match a B plus. Um, and, and this was definitely one of the matches that totally, not not that the once again, not that the outcome was a surprise but the actual overall quality of the match. Um, this this was my match of the night, um, night one. It, it's not going to get... I mean, I'm giving it a B plus, so it doesn't get my best grade, but I compare this to Kurt Angle, Ronda Rousey versus Triple H and Stephanie McMahon a few WrestleManias ago, where I was like, what the hell are these guys? And it was an excellent match. It was a good quality, entertaining match, It was the second longest match on the pay-per-view. It was over 15 minutes long. Sorry, third longest match. Behind the two title matches. And, um, I mean, quick, interesting side note. We we had talked a while ago that the rumored match was going to be Bad Bunny and Damian Priest versus Miz and Morrison. And, um, I did read a report today that Damian Priest had a lingering back issue and they weren't sure if he was going to be medically cleared to perform at WrestleMania till about 10 days before WrestleMania. That's why they were able to finally add him into the match. Okay. I mean, that, that Canadian Destroyer that Bad Bunny did outside the ring, I, I mean, that you could tell the guy was putting in the work to come off as a wrestler right? not a celebrity that was in the ring mm-hmm. yeah he wanted to make sure that whatever he was doing people that were watching it going oh this guy's a joke he don't know what he's doing right people that watched it were like this guy knows his stuff and I was depressed yep and then we had the Saturday night's main event <laughs> um As it was Sasha Banks defending her SmackDown Women's title against Bianca Belair. Um, This match is exactly what I thought it was going to be. It was the second longest match of the night. Um, It was only a minute, 20 minutes shorter than Lashley and Drew McIntyre. They went back and forth. Um, At any time, either one... Could have won it, but I mean, anybody. Honestly, in my opinion, if you thought Sasha Banks was going to win, you don't know WWE at all. Um, right. Bianca Belair won. Um, there was actually a little video um, that wasn't that wasn't viewed on air that I saw of Sasha Banks outside the ring, sitting up against the barricade looking up at Bianca Belair, and she was actually smiling. So it's not like when her and Bailey lost their tag titles, you know, she took her ball and went home because she was right. pissed about it. She knew the plan all along. She knew it was her job to become a little heel in the match to put Bianca Belair over um, because uh, Sasha Banks knows what it's like to get that first title and then to get it at Wrestlemania I I think deep down inside she was happy for her
0: just to give her her moment and say hey you know this this spotlight's on you here you go and I just hope that Bianca Belair can you know take the title and run with it we'll have to see you know what they're going to have at the door for. I expect to see a rematch coming up between the two of them, maybe at the next pay per view. Yeah. Well, we'll have to see. I gave, I would, I said, in my opinion, I thought this was the second best match of the night.
1: Well, I yeah, quality Car- wise, yes. Yeah.
0: yeah. I thought Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley was the best match of the night. Yeah, and I thought this was the second one. It was, it was a, a good match. Um, I gave it a an A minus. I was glad Bianca Belair won. Um, you
1: know she's only been up on the roster since the Royal Rumble, which is what maybe eight nine weeks. Well, like no, no, she well. She's been brought up to the main roster for a while. If you remember, she was on she was on Raw for quite a while, and then got drafted over the SmackDown, and they did nothing with her. Um, right. She was in matches on Raw, um, and she would come ringside to support well her husband and then tag team champs on um, the Street Profits. So she she's not she didn't debut at Royal Rumble. Ready? That was no, de- that was I mean, it was time. her first WrestleMania, and for every takeover that you can be in, it's not WrestleMania.
0: Right, exactly. Man. Yep. So that was our night one recap. Greg, what was your overall grade for night one? A B. <laughs> totally agree. I, I, I agree with you 100%. A solid B. Um, it was a great show. I expected, I got what I expected, and I was pretty happy with what I saw. Kevin, thanks for tuning in. Um, I will say that I was pretty impressed with myself that you know I stayed with them until the main event matches on both nights, so I was pretty happy with that. So. Okay, so now we go on to night two.
1: And night two kicked off with the match between the Fiend and Randy Orton. You're up. Wow. What a what what a a
0: frightening match that ended to be in the beginning. Oh, I thought I thought it was the the entrance for Bray Wyatt uh, for the Fiend. Excuse me. The entrance for the Fiend was really good. I really enjoyed the entrance. Um the big Jack in the box, he comes out. Um match wasn't as long as I thought it would be. Um, but the thing at the end with Alexa Bliss, and like I had talked to you off the air beforehand, you know, and you gave me your opinion on it. Now we'll give the the wrestling listeners uh, our opinion as well. I had said to you, was that an Alexa Bliss turn? Or did we see the emergence of Sister Abigail? And it was pretty freaky at the end. Um, when the lights went out, boom, they were gone. And it's amazing how, you know, the graphics and everything else that they do with that. And I thought it was, uh, I thought it was a good, solid match. I was glad Randy Orton won. Well, I really can't say a solid match because it didn't go that long. No. Only about, what, six minutes?
1: Five, six six minutes? Six minutes and, sorry, five minutes and 50 seconds.
0: Okay. And that's the reason why I gave it a C. Because it wasn't as long as I thought it would be. I wanted to see both of them really start knocking the shit out of each other. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Randy Orton drops an RKO and boom, that was it. And I didn't get that.
1: Um... I, I I have no grade for this match um incomplete if I had to give it a grade um I, I don't at in the beginning it went just the way I thought it was going to um myself and, and mr 24/7 both thought it was gonna be you know pretty much just... Um, Squash with The Fiend And when Randy Orton Dropped him on the table And he just popped right back up When he came inside And you know gave him the DDT And then he just you know Five seconds later stood right up I was like okay Here we go Um, The whole thing with Alexa Bliss I don't Well Up until about 4... Well, probably around 4.30 or so when I was just checking to see if they were advertising anything for Raw. Um, I I read something and... uh, right, well, uh, okay. Um, I've always said I, I don't think it would make sense that they turn Alexa Bliss into... ...into Sister Abigail. Um, But... ...after reading something... ...I can understand now... ...that the thought might be... ...that she's becoming possessed... ...by Sister Abigail... ...and that's what... ...all this black... ...blood... ...is in reference to... Um, and Sister Abigail finally got tired of The Fiend still not being able to, uh, being done with Randy Orton all the way back from burning down her home, um, at the Wyatt Compound to letting Randy Orton burn him on fire. So, maybe it's a possibility that that's her becoming Sister Abigail, um, but, yeah I mean i there's I, I don't know I, I didn't like it because it was so short. it should have been longer. Right. Um, I would have preferred it to be uh, even a cinematic match or at least some type of stipulation, but yeah, I just didn't buy the match at all
0: Now now if she does go with the sister Abigail Gimmick, do you think it's going to be a different theme?
1: Don't know. More, that that was my first thought, was that she's... She distracted the fiend because she doesn't know that fiend. She thinks it's an imposter of some sort because the fiend that she knows was the one that was burnt alive and came back as the burnt character. Yep. So. Yep. I can
0: definitely see that.
1: Alright, on to the next match, or as I like to call it, the second worst match of the pay-per-view. And was for the women's tag team titles. It was Nia and Shayna defending against the tag team turmoil winners um, of Tamina and Natalia, Which I'm not even 100% sure we actually said when we were talking about that match that they were actually the winners. I, I, I don't remember. Um... This was 14 minutes and 20 seconds long. Um, in my opinion, it was 10 minutes too long. It should have just been 4 minutes and 20 seconds. Um, it, it wasn't... I mean, it, it, it seemed to me it was two singles matches. It was Natalya versus Shayna and Tamina versus Naya. There was no... Tag team work, no tag team alliance, very, 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 very minuscule double teaming for a tag team match. There's always those, you know, one, two, three, four counts of both people being in the ring at the same time. And it just, once again, this was not even underwhelming. It was under the underwhelming for me. Um, I Once again, this is another D-plus match.
0: Okay. Um,
1: I was highly disappointed
0: in uh, this match for a reason being is Natalia and Tamina are daughters of WWE Hall of Famers. Jim the Anvil Lightheart, Superfly Jimmy Snuka. Why won't the WWE do anything with them? Natalia and Tamina have been in the WWE for a long, long time. And really, other than Natalia being a women's champion one time, they don't have anything to show for it. Now they're just mid-carters and I mean they were never really made event wrestlers to begin with, they're, because their names and who their parent and who their dads are. But I was disappointed in this match. I thought we were gonna see, you know, like you said, some double teaming on the tag team parts um when Naya took Tamina outside and, you know, beat her down outside the ring, I kind of thought she stayed out there a little too long. I was actually out there going, come on, she didn't get beat up, didn't get beat down that bad. Where Natalia was probably in the ring by herself against against uh, uh, Shana and Naya Jax for a good four, five, six minutes by herself looking
1: over to see if she can get a tag and she wasn't there so I gave the match a D- Yeah, I, really yeah, I, mean, I, I mean I mean, I disagree I think they both throughout their careers have been given opportunities um, especially and I mean, we, we've we talked for, for I, I mean, I want to say years um, that I mean, I don't even feel Tamina should even be on the roster. Um, I think finally putting her into some type of tag team match where she doesn't have to wrestle an entire match; she can just sit and do some power moves. Um, but I think she's horrible. I I don't I don't see why they would have given her. I think this is this is it. I mean, this was her last chance, in my opinion. Um, maybe there'll be another match between them. Um, but this is it for her. I don't think she'll even come close to being in the ring with a champion. Forget about a chance at another title. Do you see this maybe, uh, a a rematch at WrestleMania Backlash? I don't know. I, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't, I, there may be a rematch, but once again, you're not going to have 14 matches on, you know, at the next pay-per-view. So, there's got to be matches that get cut from it, and this would be the first one on a chopping block. Absolutely. 200%. All righty. All right, on to the next match, which saw Kevin Owens defeat Sami Zayn, um, who did have Logan Paul, well, ringside. He wasn't really in his corner, but he was Sami Zayn's, you know, WrestleMania guest. Um,. This match was 9 minutes and 20 seconds, and we we talked off the air, um, so I'm not going to comment on what you said off the air. Um, I'll wait till you actually comment on the air. Um, but we, in my opinion, I got everything out of this match and more um, because this was one of the only two matches on night two that I predicted correctly. Um, Kevin Owens winning by pin. Um I mean, the two of them in the ring together are... I mean, they've been friends forever. Um, They know what the other is thinking and what the other one's going to do. I mean, they probably have secret hand signals so the other one knows to get set up for it so they can more easily sell the other one's moves. Because I think everything about this match worked. Um, I mean this was a solid b match for me i do stand corrected in my last comment i did
0: rewatch the match and it was everything it was it was great i mean like you said these guys know each other like the back of their hands they know what they're going to do before they do and that's what makes a good match and it was action all the way from Opening bell the closing bell um, adding Logan Paul you know have it outside the ring and you know making his comments during the um, during the match was good at the end I thought it was I thought it was pretty good. I gave it a B as well okay after, after rewatching it, I realized that this was probably one of the best matches on the second night. okay.
1: Then we go on to the next match, which was Sheamus, as you had said earlier in the show, winning the United States title um, by defeating Riddle. Um, Go for it. Well, first of all, congratulations to
0: Sheamus, his very first U.S. title win. Uh, That's a a big thing for him. Um, I was surprised that they had him win the United States title. And here's why I I thought that. Because after Bobby Lashley beat Drew McIntyre, now I'm thinking, well, Riddle's going to beat Sheamus, and that's going to put Sheamus in line.
1: How, How would losing a match to the United States champion put you in line for the most coveted title in the business? Well, he's already... When he against Lashley. Right, exactly, and he lost. Twice. I, I don't see how that makes you a number one container. Oh. Well, no, I mean, if he lost to Riddle... Yeah. He would have lost to, lost to Lashley, and then lost to Riddle. How does that make you a number one contender? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah,
0: that's true. You got, you got a point there. Yep. I mean, it was... It was a good match. Hard-hitting match. A lot of good action. Um, I think the ending of the match didn't go the way it was supposed to because I think the broke kick kind of... I mean, when he came in the ring and flipped over and he he was upside down when he gave him the kick, which busted him open a little bit and caused him to get the three count. Um, I see Sheamus... Probably having a good run as U.S. champion. He's a a four-time world champion, WWE champion, world champion. Um, I see him having a pretty good
1: run with the title. I gave it a I gave it a B. So I'll be I'll be plus. Yeah, I gave it a B. Um, I didn't think it was better than the Kevin Owens Sami Zayn match. Um, I didn't think it was worse. I thought it was about the same. Um, I mean, there was a the little flub of Sheamus. Preparing to get rid of White Noise off of the top rope, and he lost his balance and then gave him White Noise in the ring. Um, and you know the finish, yeah, it could have been a little easier, but I mean, it, it's hard to get an exact bro prick, kick, kick prick, <laughs> bro kick when somebody's flipping in the air. You know, so I mean, the ending was, you know, is what it was. Um, well deserved. Um, For Seamus, but I mean, I I, you're referring to a long run or a good run being more than two months, because that's about. I mean, other than I mean, Reigns recently, um, Rude and Ziggler, we don't. I mean, we don't have we don't see long title runs. Um, It's not NXT, it's not UK, it's not Walter holding it for two years and two days, you know.
0: Right.
1: Yep. On to the next match, which was Apollo Crews defeating Big E to win the Intercontinental Championship in a Nigerian drum fight, which turned out to just being a i mean Nigerian death match or whatever you want to say um there was no disqualifications the only thing you had to do was you know pin your opponent in the ring um yeah. this was an excellent match where if apollo had won clean-handed, or Biggie one clean-handed, you would have stood up at the end of the match, gave either one of them a, a standing ovation. It was, to me, it was that good of a match. Until the ending that the WWE gave. And that was the mystery, man. Who's this monster? Well, we all know it's Davo Kato. Okay, we're not fucking stupid. You now, just because right. he's in a military jacket doesn't mean you can't recognize him. He wasn't masked like the guys in Retribution were, you know, when they had their ski masks on. He came out, and everybody knew who he was, except you bumbling idiots at the desk. <laughs> I, I, and that gave what could have been a solid A match to me, a full letter, gauge, letter grade drop to a B. Right.
0: I I agree. I mean, you know, in our prediction show, Tony Black was the only one that picked Apollo. So, because uh, we all picked Big E, and I thought that they would have kept the title on Big E for longer than than um, expected, and he had it. But it was a really good match. I mean, I enjoyed watching the match. Um, back and forth, back and forth, both times know, the, the table came into play, the kendo stick
1: came into play. The steel stairs came into the play. I mean, when he threw Apollo into the steer steps, the way, I mean, at regular speed, the way he landed and then crumbled down on the floor, dude, I yep. really, really thought he got hurt. It wasn't yep. until the slow motion replay that you saw him really land on his hip. I mean I thought his arm was done. I thought that was it for Apollo Cruz. We'll see you again in twenty twenty two. I mean right. you know. And like you said, the ending didn't
0: do anything for me. You know, Dabacato, okay. He came in, made made his presence known. Now are we gonna see Dabakato versus
1: Big E on a couple of Raws or Maybe the next well, they're two, or... they're they're in SmackDown, but that's SmackDown. Um, oh, no, I think Smackdown. I think I think what we'll eventually see is we'll see Apollo Cruz and Davo Cato win the SmackDown tag titles. Then they'll have a tag team unification bout between AJ Styles and Omos and Apollo Cruz and D'Avokato. Oh, okay. Yeah, the two seven the two seven foot three monsters squaring off. Yep. Okay, stupid.
0: Yeah, so I I definitely agree with you on the letter grade. I gave it a B because
1: it was a, it was A. It was an A match all the way. Yeah. Yep. Until the ending of it. And the ending of it kinda of killed it for me. Yep. Alright. For those of you listening on anchor, we are going to pause for one quick moment so I can we've only got a minute twenty, but I've got to just do a quick little thing here. For those of you yeah, man. Yes. There we go. And we are, and sorry about that brief little break here with you guys on Anchor and Spotify and Google Podcasts and Breaker and Breaker and Sleeker and Slaker and everything else we're on. Um, but we are back and we have two more matches to discuss. Um, the first one we're going to discuss was Rhea Ripley defeating Asuka for the Raw SmackDown, uh, sorry, for the Raw Women's Championship. Um. That's right. You're up. Yep. Patrick Feldhaus is
0: watching. Thanks for tuning in. Um. This match kind of happened the way I thought it would. I mean. Rhea Ripley. I had all expectations that she was going to win the title. I mean obviously. We. We all did. uh, For the prediction show. Because we all picked Rhea by pin. Um. Is this the last we'll see of Asuka? I don't think so. No. No. No, not at all. Not at all. Uh, Rhea, I think she could possibly be a good champion, uh, depending on, you know, what what they put in front of her and and how she handles it. You know, she just got... But WrestleMania wasn't new to her. She was at WrestleMania against Charlotte. So... The bright lights and everything else really didn't really didn't get to her, and I thought it was a good match. I thought it was a a solid match. It went back and forth both ways. I I gave it a B.
1: B plus. This was a, 13 and a half minute long match. Um, I I the the letter grade you gave was just just what I would give in it. Um, it wasn't the best match on the show. Um was i as the show went along and you're you're waiting for surprises to happen um the longer the show went on and this match wasn't being put on i i just had the feeling nothing was going to happen um no special appearances no nothing and that's exactly what we got. Nothing. Um, we got the good match. Um, it may have gotten a little better if there was an appearance, even by a Charlotte or something else. Um, as annoying as that would have made me, you know, you know, become um, seeing Charlotte again. But uh, I, you know, the even even the crowd didn't they didn't know who to cheer, who to boo. I think the match was missing something it was it was a good match between between the two ladies, but I think because of how quickly it got thrown together it 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 did feel to me like it was missing something um Ryan. the 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 good thing is in the women's division side um title reigns tend to last a lot longer than on the men's side um You know, to have credible title contenders in the women's division isn't as rampant as there are in the men's division. Maybe that's the reason. But so, I mean, yeah. Could I see Rhea Ripley holding this through the summer and maybe losing it at SummerSlam to a formidable challenger? Quite possibly. Tony Black says, not enough storyline. Isn't that what I just said? So you don't have to repeat what I said, dude, Right. you know, find your, find your own perch to stand on before you (laughs) crow. Um, and then we had, seeing as I'm going first, I will make my statement, um, right off the bat. We had, in my opinion, the match of the weekend, it was the triple threat match for the universal title. Um, Roman Reigns taking on Edge, taking on Daniel Bryan in a triple threat match. Um, it, it wound up being a two-on-one-on-one match for a little bit um, in the beginning and then a little bit towards the end, um, but in the end, Jey Uso did not have anything to do Um, with the final outcome of the match, um, and Jimmy Uso didn't make his return, um, and and give me the overall win, um, but, uh, luckily for me, I am a Yankee fan because I got the special time bonus, because my time bonus was based on two Yankees, but this, this was a, a solid A- match um it, it it had everything every there there wasn't i mean like I had said at yesterday's prediction show um my gut told me roman reigns my head told me edge and my heart told me daniel bryan um and my gut's big i don't know why i don't listen to it more often than i listen to my head or my heart but yeah. um there were definitely many times in the match that you thought it was going to be Edge that was going to win, or that you thought it was going to be Daniel Bryan. Um, I mean, it's weird because Edge put in the cross face at the same time Daniel put in the yes lock, but they're the same fucking move, right. you know. It's the other thing that's a story for another time, maybe I can do that as a rant. Um, right. but. Just just because it's a move put on by somebody, not by somebody. I mean, it's still the sharpshooter. You don't call it... And, and the cloverleaf are the same damn thing. You know, but that's another story. Um, and I thought that was, you know, pretty pretty funny. They were each giving each other these little tiny headbutts at first. And, you know, it was just... It was a good match. Um, straight up and down. I mean... The wrong person won it, in my opinion, but the right person, after all said and done, the right person won it. Because right now, Roman Reigns, as a champion, is best for business. Yep. Uh, DJ Culver's tuning in. Uh, yesterday's prediction champion.
0: Thanks for tuning in, DJ. Greg, do you think the hype and the promo for this
1: match was better than the match itself or no, no. Was the match I think I think that added to it I think that added to it I think of I mean of any match in recent history I think the slow progressive build up to this match is what made this match the match that it was Yep
0: absolutely hey DJ um Yeah, I agree. I mean, it was a... I would say it was, in my opinion, out of the five stars, I would say it was a 4.9. At least. I mean, like you said, the right right guy won because it's best for business. I was watching a video today, and they were saying, you know, the ten reasons why Roman Reigns retained. And one of the reasons was because there's other things in store for him. Yeah. They were, and you know, possibly when the draft comes around again, you might see Drew McIntyre and Randy Orton drafted to SmackDown and they might start something with Roman Reigns. I don't know. Um, Was I disappointed that Edge didn't win? Yes and no, because, you know, they made, Edge waited nine years or ten years, because it was ten years to the day that he retired Ten years to get back into this spot where he was going to be in the main event at WrestleMania. Daniel Bryan, as Edge would say, weasled his way in, but I think Daniel Bryan deserved to be there anyway. Um, I was kind of disappointed that Daniel Bryan didn't win. I didn't expect Edge to win because Edge is not going to be a full, and you know Daniel Bryan's really not a full timer. But we see Daniel Bryan more than we see Edge, really. And if they put the title on Edge, I think it just would have been, you know, part-time champion. He's really not suited or, you know, mechanically ready well,
1: to do a full-time he, he, He's backed, as he stated. He's back full-time. I mean, he's been on the shows as much as, as I mean, more than Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns doesn't, I mean, has he fought on... I mean, maybe two matches on SmackDown. Everything else is on the pay-per-views. I mean, he doesn't wrestle often. Yep. You know, and that was Daniel Bryan's point, is I wrestle, I'm here every week. You know? Yep. And my, my letter grade for that match was an A. Yeah. That was, like you said, that was the best match of the entire weekend. As a matter of fact, we had the entire week of wrestling and I thought it was the best match of the week. That was gonna be my question. When you compare because um when you compare the the and I'll say that the two night um the two big matches from NXT, um right here, yeah. Tommaso Champ and Walter and Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly with this match, um which of the three do you think was the best match of the week? I would say the triple threat at WrestleMania because
0: I'm going four point nine to four point eight seven. That's how close they were.
1: Uh, which 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 I mean I just gave you three matches. Um the other the Kyle two were the Okay. was I believe
0: best match of the two nights on NXT with Walter and Tommaso Ciampa a very very close second very close I mean if I had to rank all three of those matches for the weekend it would be the triple threat very close Adam Cole Kyle O'Reilly and then Walter and Tommaso Ciampa because all three matches were I believe five star matches
1: okay okay um yeah i mean if you had a three-headed coin i'd say just flip it and see who who you know comes up because there's an argument to be said for all three of them um and i think you know you know i'd say maybe write it in you know pencil um but I think those three matches this week are right now, you know, of the four matches that I usually consider match of the year, would be in oh. in, in the running for. Uh, Mario Spauldy just tuning in. Thank you, Mario. Uh, uh, you're so, tuned in late.
0: Thank you.
1: So that is so, our WrestleMania 37 um, recap.
0: With WrestleMania 38, April of 2022 at AT&T Stadium
1: in Dallas, Texas. Um, yeah, right now it's penciled in for April 3rd. Um, April 3rd. But you, I mean, you don't know. I mean, it could get pushed back a week. Yeah, yeah, we don't know. That's why they. That's why when they advertised it on the network, they were only showing it. Um, and I know it's on Peacock, but it's still the WWE Network on Peacock. Um. Yeah and uh it, it they just advertised as April, you know, 2022. Right. So with,
0: I mean, I wasn't disappointed at the entire show. I'm, WrestleMania is WrestleMania. It's the Super Bowl of wrestling, as far mm-hmm. as I'm concerned. Where they go from here like we talked off the air. Uh, Before we came on, the WrestleMania backlash is probably
1: going to be a ton of rematches maybe from WrestleMania. I would think it would have to be. Why else would you name it WrestleMania backlash?
0: Right. So I expect to see um, quite a few um, matches from WrestleMania. Maybe we'll see some title changes. Maybe we won't. You never know what they're gonna have on the card. Right. So, and that is May 16th on
1: oh. the Peacock Network. Tw- are you are tw- you are you asking or telling? No, I'm saying. Oh, okay. I'm telling you. People out there,
0: it's May 16th on the Peacock Network from the new uh, Yingling Georgia, uh, Yingling Center uh, Center which will be the new Thunderdome. Yep. So, yeah, so that was a great uh, WrestleMania recap. I enjoyed the show. I enjoyed the recap. Uh, Overall grade for WrestleMania for both nights,
1: I gave it an A-. So you think night two is a lot better than night one? Not a lot better, but I'd say it was better. Oh. Okay. Not a lot better, but it was it was better. Okay. And only because I think
0: the I don't, I don't want to say the quality of the matches, because all the matches were good. But you had um, the Roman Reigns triple threat match, I believe is what Made it. everybody was anticipating watching that match. There was other wrestling fans that were were anticipating watching other matches, but I'd say a majority of the people were tuning in to see that match. And I think that's what really made both nights were
1: the paper. Well, just because our pre-show conversation, you were, I mean, I had stated that I thought night one was better than night two, and you said you absolutely agree, and so I was surprised when you changed your tune um, in just two hours.
0: Well, that's why I said it was, it was better, but not by a wide margin.
1: I would say... But once again, before the show and we talked, you didn't think night two was better than night one. I'm entitled to change my mind. I know. I know. It, it surprised me. I, I don't know what happened in three hours to change your mind, that's all. Um, I just realize that it was... A little bit better of a show. Okay. Um, Why I will graciously disagree was because maybe it's jaded due to the fact that the only surprise we saw the entire weekend were the Bella Twins tossing Bailey 12 feet down the ramp. And that was it. Um, Okay, you know, night one's night one. You know, we we all said that, you know what, if, I mean, my expectations were okay if they're going to pull off a surprise on night one, I want to see three surprises on night two. And we got nothing. Um, And once again, there was nobody that wasn't already in Tampa for WrestleMania week at the show, you know the Bella Twins were there, obviously for the Hall of Fame ceremony, um, but there was nothing, and so maybe that's what overall disappointed me on S- on Sunday more than Saturday. Um, I think they spread the bread over or the the butter over the bread evenly through both days, um, you know both. Shows had matches that i didn't care for, and both shows had matches that I'll remember for years to come. but once again, as I started off you know saying, maybe it's because I read the spoilers and listen to the rumors um and maybe it would have been a better event if i didn't, um because of my expectations while that extracurricular stuff happening wouldn't. Right. Wouldn't happen. So what are we doing? Yep. So. Absolutely. No. So, Greg. Any closing comments before we end tonight, Monday Night Raw? Hopefully it'll be a good. Hopefully it'll be a good show. It's gonna yeah, be Yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah, I haven't seen anything about expectations, but obviously it's WrestleMania Fallout. Yep.
0: So I'm gonna be tuning in to check that out. I want to thank everybody for tuning in and uh, listening to the WrestleMania recap. So on behalf of the nunks of Greg, this is the illustrious Mr. Trivia for the Top Rope Report saying uh, we'll probably catch us all Wednesday. Uh-